0: everyone Steph Beckett here. Welcome to the first episode of Study with Steph. I am so excited to learn about our fantastic industry and learn so much that I'm going to attempt to take the CTS exam and pass it on the first try. I have heard many rumors about how truly difficult that is to do. So hence why I'm creating this podcast and why I want this to live as a resource that people can refer back to in the future if they need an entire refresher or if they just need help on certain subject matters. Um, I wanted to tell you a little bit about the format of this show before I start. So how you can participate and follow along. I am loosely going to be following the CTS Certified Technology Specialist Exam Guide right here. I will link the Amazon link in case you need a guide. We are following the third edition that's the most recent. so if you're fine with certain subject matters slash chapters of that book and you need help with some other ones it's made so that you can skip around and do what you need to do but that said if you know a subject is coming up that you have a lot of questions about it's made so that you can let me know what those questions are so that i can ask the subject matter experts that i bring on those questions as well as probably a thousand or a million of my own questions so all that said um, I want you guys to be involved, so do feel free to tweet using the hashtag StudyWithSteph, um, and I will be able to see it and ask those questions uh, with my own. And also let me know what you think, how I can improve, how I can include you guys even more. Um, I really appreciate it, and here is the first episode. I hope you enjoy. Study with Steph, cause she's the best. She's gonna help you get your CT. Hey everyone, welcome to the first episode of Study with Steph. Um, We have been teasing this for what feels like forever, so I am really excited to be recording my first episode, and Gary invited me on to Rants and Raves to talk about this, so it felt right to invite Gary Kay onto my first episode to be my very first guest so that we could talk about just starting at the beginning, like what even is a CTS why would why should you want one why is it important to get one right now like why would anyone do this to themselves so (laughs) I invited Gary on because Gary was the one who encouraged me to do this and Gary has his CTS and he can talk a little bit about his experience studying for it and everything so welcome Gary
1: well thanks Steph I'm excited and proud to be your honored I should say to be your first (laughs) guest um yeah, I this is a great thing that you're doing because there's a lot of people in our industry that don't have their CTS. They've been, you know, it's intimidating to think about. Yeah. Um our industry only has one certification and I think a lot of people they just get busy in their job and they don't really think about that. But really, the CTS is a continuing education program and it it sort of establishes a baseline of knowledge that that if you have your CTS, you know that they have this baseline of knowledge, meaning I know what audio is, I know how it works, I know what video is, I know how it works, I know how microphones work, I know how projectors work, I know how systems are put together, I know all the the tools that are used and and so that that's that that is awesome because now you know that everyone that has a CTS has a certain base knowledge sort of like graduating from high school or graduating from college
0: yeah you like have something to show for it it's some it's some type of standardized education that you can say hey i've checked all these boxes so let's start from the beginning what does cts even stand for and it's, what, it's
1: uh, It's used to be a certified technology specialist. I'm hoping that's still what it stands for. (laughs) That's still what
0: it stands for. According to my most recent book, uh, which we'll be following in this podcast, the certified technology specialist exam guide, make sure you are following the third edition. That is the most recent one. So I'm going off the most recent information, I hope. Well, I'll tell you what's neat
1: about that is that when I did my CTS and when I started working on the CTS program, I'll give you a little background in a moment. Um, there was no book. <laughs> you basically had to go to a bunch of classes at Infocom or at the what was called at the time the ICAA or Infocom Academy.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but um, I don't know. Twenty-five years ago, I was on the uh, maybe longer than that. Twenty-eight years ago, I was I was the uh, was on the what's called the Professional Education Training Committee, PETC, and we are the PETC is the standards for education in Uh, in our industry. So Avixa, who runs Infocom, as you may know, um, runs the CTS program. Well, back in 1992, the CTS program had disappeared back in the 60s or 70s. Um, And in 1992, there were a group of us on a committee called Petsy that were wanting to do a certification in the industry. And someone on the committee, Fred Dixon, who was the oldest person on the committee, has since passed away. Said, "Hey, well, 25 years ago, there was this thing called CTS. Why don't we just bring that back? Well, obviously, back 25 years prior to 1992, that was all about film and film projectors and screens and things like that. So we we were like, let's take instead of reinventing the world, let's, let's reinventing the wheel. Let's bring this back. So we reinvigorated the CTS. We challenged Avixa, which was called Infocom at the time, to." put together an education department, basically, there was only one person doing it at the time, put together a whole department and make it available online. So the first CTS program that we had out that, that first we was just a series of classes, then when we brought it online, when I was the chair of the committee, so five or six years later, I had ascended to be the chairman of the committee, we put it on a, C, a, C, a CD. If you don't know what that is, that's that round thing you used to put in computers. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I actually, don't I, know what that I is. have <laughs> one here. I have one here. It was a CD. You put a CD in your computer like this, and then God, you, Gary,
0: put that in the museum. What I know. And, is and, you would,
1: and you would run. I have a whole. Just in case I ever need them, I have a whole uh, cylinder of CDs here. <laughs> uh, but uh, you you put them in your computer and it would run and it would sort of like it was sort of like a website. This is before websites, right? I mean, websites were really only available starting 1986, 97. Yeah. Um. And then the whole program went online once websites uh, happened, and uh, so now you can take it online, you can learn it online, and they have the study guide there that you have. Yep. So, quick history.
0: Yeah, they they've got a lot of resources available. Um, so I guess I wanted to ask, like, what has you? When did you get your CTS? What year was it that you first? Ninety
1: five. I'm guessing ninety five, ninety six. Yeah.
0: When someone is like, why is it important? Because at the beginning, before the CTS came about, our industry didn't have a certification. So what, why do you think someone should want to get that, especially in this time we're in right now?
1: Well, there's, there's some, there's two, there's two sides of the advantage. As an employer, the advantage of hiring someone with a CTS is you know that they have a certain baseline of knowledge, as I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. As the employee, it's a way to get trained through a standards program rather than on the job training. The problem with on the job training is, although it's awesome, yeah, what happens is your mentor usually cuts corners. You don't know why they did it or when they do it. Like they just say, do it this way. And they're and they and they've learned over the years to cut a corner. And you don't know why they did that or how that, you know why they did it that way. Yeah. And then when it comes to doing it on your own, you're like sort of cutting a corner and you could be like skipping a step. So the nice thing about CTS is you understand everything. You understand how signal flow works. You understand Ohm's law. You understand how signal paths, how video travels through a cable versus audio and how they can cross over and how power can affect that. How HVAC systems can affect, all these things are things you're going to learn as yeah. you go through this. And Right now, more than ever, this is the greatest time to do it. Number one, we're at home, so you might as well do it. You're online anyway. That's true. Number two, two, a bunch of companies have laid off a bunch of people, which means a bunch of companies, as the industry starts coming back next year, are going to hire a bunch of people. And if I were them, I would start with the CTS people. I would not hire the people that don't have their CTS, and I'd hire the people that have their CTS first, because then you get that basic baseline of knowledge. So this is a great opportunity uh, for everyone.
0: It's definitely... From what I've read and from the reviews that people have given the test and everything, people say that it definitely gives you a level of being distinguished above other people. And I think Avix has done a few studies that have proven that people who do have their CTS and get hired in our industry usually start out getting paid a little higher than the people who don't, just because they already probably have... those hard skills as well as those soft skills which um, they test for both. I thought that was really interesting that there are some people skills and assessment questions that are going to be on this test. Um, They obviously won't tell me how many but that it goes through walking through hey how do you talk to someone and not be weird when you're trying to make a sale and eye contact and I I mean, I am wondering how that will change after COVID because it's talking about like definitely walk up and shake someone's hand and maybe now you're not going to want to do that. But the same levels of those chapters, I feel like are still going to be the same where it's all about being personable, which I find is an interesting thing on this test.
1: Yeah, I I mean, think about it from some standpoint of somebody that graduated from high school and went into a tech school immediately you're immersed in how to solder things and you're immersed yeah. in how to put things together. And nobody says, Oh, by the way, here's how you should dress. Here's how you should present yourself. Here's how you should communicate. You go into a college, they talk about all that kind of That's stuff, true. right? Uh, if you're, you're in a liberal art school. So it's sort of like assuming nothing. The CTS is assuming you know nothing. So it's not trying to insult you by saying, Hey, shake their hand and dress a certain way. It's sort of like saying, Hey, let's present ourselves a little bit professional, here and um, the CTS has evolved. One thing I'll mention too, is that there are levels to the CTS. So the basic is a CTS and you can go to CTSI, which is CTS installation, then you go CTSD, which is CTS design, so you get a higher level. So if you're a CTSI, that means you're a certified installer of AV equipment. If you're D, that means you're a certified designer. So you don't have to stop at the basic CTS. So what are you gonna get next, Steph, after you get your basic CTS?
0: Is there a way that they recommend that you go? Do you go CTS to CTSI then to CTSD, or is it kind of just like a do whatever you want after the CTS? It's
1: do whatever you want, but it's a lot easier to get the D after you get the I. I happen to be the chairperson of the CTSI committee and then the CTSD committee after we formed the I. Um, and I can tell you, I know the material inside and out, and, and I'm sure it's been modified many times since, but it's way easier to get your D after getting your I than the other way around.
0: Because someone did tweet and ask, they were like, well, that's great that you're doing one for CTS, but what about CTSD? And I was like, let me get this one first. And yeah, we CTSD is the hardest the to ones. get. Yeah, and and if, like, you,
1: if, if any CTSDs are looking for a job they will not have a hard time getting them because that is an enormous amount of knowledge
0: yeah that you have. So I, you're, you're yeah. doing
1: a great thing stuff
0: let me pass this general test first so that i can talk about the special
1: well My understanding is that you're going to go through chapter by chapter and then you're going to ask the group that follows your podcast to take the test along with you at Infocom, right? Yes.
0: So once again, I'm going to be following this book. I'm loosely following it chapter by chapter. So Gary and I are in chapter one right now where we are just discussing the CTS in general, its history, why you should get it. Um, In the next episode, I'm going to have a special, a couple special guests with me from Avixa and they're going to talk to me loosely about the exam. They obviously can't tell me what's going to be in there specifically, but they can talk to me about what's in the chapter that's already written, um, what you should do on exam day, how exam day has changed during COVID, if anyone's trying to take it now, the application process to figure out if you're even eligible to take it. But most of the time, you're eligible to take the CTS exam if you want to do it. There's yeah, it's not, they let you
1: take it as many times as you want, and you yeah. pay when you pass. I think that's a cool... Yeah feature too is you can take as many times you want and I have to pay each time I, I believe it's still a thing where you pay only when you pass
0: yes I think yeah it's like a yeah. certain thing where I think you can take it a certain number of times and then pay when if you pass but then if you fail it within a certain amount of time then you have to pay again but I, I don't that feel like sense. most people fail it like a bunch of times I feel like you
1: you'd be surprised I think really? it's, I think I think I'll tell you my problem with it back way back when was I was really good at video and not so good at audio. So the audio stuck took me longer to learn. Um, but, uh, you, know, you know, I don't know the percentages. Of, uh, you should ask the VIX of that tomorrow. But oh, a big yeah. chunk of people fail it the first time around. So don't don't be intimidated by that. Uh, it's oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: No big deal. Yeah. Just, most people fail it, but no big deal. Yeah. Um, I think if, for me, it's going to be the opposite. I think I I understand audio really well, just from like my background being in mostly radio and understanding how wavelengths work. But I think when it comes to video and signal processing, that's where I'm going to be like.
1: Well, you have someone in the office that can help you with the video. That's true. I can work with you on that. That's but, true. Uh,
0: Thank God. Yeah. I'm going to need a lot of help. So <laughs> it, I have a feeling it's going to take a village for, to get me to pass this thing. So I guess, thank God I have a podcast w- where I can bring people on and ask them my questions. Um, but Gary, thanks again for being my first guest. And thank you for being so supportive as I go through this journey.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for you. And I'm looking forward to you uh, showing me your certificate in mid-June.
0: <laughs> we'll see about that. But, you know, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks again, Gary.
1: Study with Steph because she's the best.
0: She's gonna help you get your CTS. Yeah, ain't nothing can keep you down, Stephanie.